everyone, I am Sophia and you're listening to Blab and Jam, a podcast about creative professionals in the music industry. Today I'm here with the lovely Otto, who will hopefully tell me a lot of things that I don't know about him. If you don't get the reference, make sure to listen to his recent releases. Hi Otto, how are you? I'm good, how are you? You alright? Yeah, um, a bit fed up with this new lockdown, but I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too, that makes two of us. Um, I would like to start with a little um, game, maybe. Could you describe yourself in three words? Oh, three words. I'd probably be like smiley, um, smiley go lucky, <laughs> I guess, probably. Smiley I'm quite, I'm quite, yeah, yeah, I'm a quite smiley person and I kind of go with the flow quite a lot. So that probably describes me quite well. Yeah, actually, I mean, as um, I don't know you very well, but from what I've seen so far, you do seem like a smile-go-lucky person. Smiley-go-lucky. It's a bit of a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, whoops. <laughs> yeah. But I, I like that. I like that. That's creative. Um, why did oh, you start writing music? Uh, why did I start writing music? Ooh, um... I don't know, to be fair. I think it was like, um, I got into playing music first. So I just sort of was playing guitar and um, dabbling in like weird instruments, you know, like mandolin and ukulele and stuff. And then I thought to myself, like, I'm kind of sick of playing other people's songs and stuff. So, I mean, the other thing as well is like, uh, I already kind of knew what I wanted to say as an artist before even like releasing anything so I already knew what what my like agenda as an artist wanted to be and for me it's like you know for me music's a form of therapy and I want kind of my music to be that for other people as well and they can kind of um zone out and and just listen to something that's kind of that'll take them from where they they are in kind of reality and and place them someplace else emotionally so okay so you'd you'd describe your art as a form of escapism then for the audience as well um i mean that's the thing that's the beauty about art i think it like whoever's um interpreting it interprets in their own way but like me as the artist um i i write the songs myself as a form of escapism you know if i'm feeling down i'll write a song about it if i'm feeling good i'll write a song about it pretty much if i'm feeling anything i'll write a song about it <laughs> um and then you know it's i guess it's the the listeners sort of um puts kind of the hiatus on them of, of like what whatever they think the the meaning is for them sort of like as soon as you release a song it's kind of no longer yours it becomes theirs if that makes sense yeah yeah i i completely agree with you um it mean it can mean so many different things for different people um so what do you usually write about then what are the things that most inspire you oh uh, that's a good one i mean i'm i'm kind of like so I released a concept EP, which was based around the house that I live in. So that was quite fun to sort of get um, stories from other people and have them influence my writing and and have me kind of write, almost like narrate other people's lives. That was really fun. Um, but most of the time, I kind of, I'm just kind of like narrating my own life and like what happens inside my own life. So like sometimes there'll be moments with friends where they'll say like a sentence and in my brain I'd be like that would be a good song title so I just kind of like write it down um like later on when I'm on my own or whatever and then it and then like you know maybe a week will pass and then before I know it, it's a fully formed sort of song um so I guess it kind of depends like what 
um, what I'm what I'm writing about. But I guess the thing that inspires me the most is just kind of, I think moments. Moments inspire me a lot. Like I feel like having nice moments with someone, and then, um, you know, those those moments will kind of easily transform into songs for me. And it's, uh, I guess, the other inspiration would be the sort of concept pieces, pieces, and and kind of writing about other people as well. So that inspires me a lot. Wow, that is <laughs> that is a very very nice way of describing it. So basically, there's a moment which we, which could be called the seed, and then it slowly slowly grows and then blooms into something in your brain, and then you get it out. Yeah, that's literally that's like the perfect way to yeah. describe it. <laughs> Just sum me up in a tea there. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um, would you? Um say that you're an impulsive songwriter or a nine-to-five one? I go through different phases. So like, I go through, um, I'm a bit, I'm a bit of both. So like depending on what's going on in my life, like, like depending on the amount of um, stuff that's going on and, the, and like, you know, if I'm not creating enough memories or moments with people that I care about, then um, sometimes the well can kind of run a bit dry, but when it does, then I become like a nine to five songwriter. And instead of just kind of like waiting for inspiration to kick around, I'll end up like actively finding things to write about. So like when it runs dry, I, I, I will, you know, I'll message people that I know and be like, you know, what's, what's 10 favorite things that you really love about life or something, you know, something really stupid. <laughs> and then <laughs> they'll get, they'll get back to me and maybe that'll like spark something. So I'm always kind of searching for something new and something different. Um, so yeah, I'm, I guess I'm a bit of both. Like when, when a moment happens and it's just such a kind of awe inspiring moment that I feel like I need to write about it, then a song will, will come from it. But if, if not, then I usually go searching for that awe inspiring moment. Wow. So you are basically neither. You are just resilient <laughs> and you just don't give up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, that's the thing is like, cause this is, um, technically, you know, my, 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 I hate to say this sort of job, but <laughs> you know, like, I, cause I love it so much. It's like something that, you know, I'm, I'm always, I'm always finding, you know, I'm always finding something new in, in the music I create and in myself as an artist. So I feel like, you know, I'm never really sitting about waiting for something to happen I'm, I'm always playing the piano or I'm always playing the guitar I'm always like thinking of melodies without even kind of realizing it you know I, I could be doing some something really you know maybe like washing dishes or cooking myself dinner and I'll be humming to myself and then I'll, I'll grab my phone and be like that's a good melody sort of thing you know so <laughs> yeah it, come, it comes in the most weirdest forms but it, it ends up like uh, being I guess like quote unquote a finished product by the by the finished art form by the end of the day so yeah wow so you're literally chasing inspiration instead of it coming to you which i think oh yeah something all of us could aspire to <laughs> all of us others who are lazy <laughs> lots of time <laughs> well, don't get don't get me wrong i can have my lazy moments you know i think everyone has their lazy moments i just think it's a case of like um, I'm quite lucky like the house that I live in is quite a big inspiration so like I, I, I write telegrams to my to my fans or I hate saying I hate saying the word fans because it's like um, they're, they're people you know they're more than just like a word they're, they're, they're all individual in their own right yeah yeah the people that like the people that um, admire my art is probably the best way that I could I could put it um, mm -hmm. and like I write telegrams to them and they write telegrams back and stuff like that so um, even the words that they say in those telegrams I can I can take and and rejig so it's quite like I think once you set yourself up at, at a certain point with like um, 
a good like groundwork if that makes sense so like if you um for example i've kind of used the house that i live in as a centerpiece because it's an old post office so then from that i can branch out and find weird stories through telegrams that have been sent in times of history and then you know uh, call upon the people that listen to my music and my art to also inspire me as well um but it's kind of more of a natural i don't really kind of call upon them it's more of like a natural thing that happens pretty much um throughout the creation of the art itself so so um yeah. from what i gather then conversation between your audience and you is is quite important to you um when did you start this uh, telegram project of yours uh it was the it was um i think it was about like two months before the release of tell me something i like i wrote the first one out um and and, and kind of sent them sent them out to the, the people that you know had signed up and I think the first batch was handwritten and it took me like ages to do. Um, so I spent like two whole days just writing out all these telegrams to, to people and then uh, kind of each person had a different story. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Let alone playing guitar and slamming the guitar with my hand. Like, um, but it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, but it was really like, it was really nice. It was kind of like um, uh, therapy, another therapeutic outlet for me because it was like I could write these telegrams to people and say like, um, for example, there was one of them. And when I was younger, my dad gave me like a broken compass and it's been sat on my windowsill for years. Um, and in one of the telegrams to um, it was the first telegram that I sent to like an American listener and it said on it, it was like um for years and years i've had this compass on my windowsill and it's been broken and i, I never really real like i never understood why i've kept it you know it's, it's it's worth in in the bigger picture of things isn't that much um and then you know I, so i'm like i'm divulging into things that are in my room and like things that people wouldn't usually know unless they sign up for these sort of telegrams so it's quite nice and kind of therapeutic for me just to kind of talk about stuff and question certain things and be a little bit kind of philosophical and um i would always kind of round it up with like a really nice warm um message i mean i still do i'm still writing these telegrams but they're not handwritten now I, i've uh, i've luckily got like um like a typewriter that i use now instead so it's a bit quicker <laughs> <laughs> oh wow that that must look really nice actually uh typewriter yeah yeah i think it looks love... okay yeah mm-hmm. um how how often do you write these monthly bi-monthly and how many people do you write to now um so i think the first batch we had like uh 30 people so like 20 to 30 people which wasn't a lot because you know bearing in mind i hadn't released something in like a year and you know the the release of post was good but it, it wasn't to like a mass amount of people or anything like that um and it was all self self independently released um so uh, after the release of um, Tell Me Something, it went from like, I think, 20 to 30 people to now up to like 60, I think we're at now. So it's kind of doubled in, in the space of like um, two months, two, three months, which is quite cool. Um, and yeah, so there's about 60 people now that I send telegrams to. Um, obviously, you know, it's it's uh, yeah, it's, re it's really fun. Like it's actually quite quite a fun thing to to, to have to do <laughs> I don't have to do it but like, I, I really enjoy doing it is what I'm trying to sort of get at which is nice oh that, that must be so so nice to get a telegram from someone that you listen to on a regular basis and you like their music and then you just 
get something um, by post from them. That is that is such a good idea. Um, yeah, I think yeah. I kind of like the. I think the goal is at the moment um, to sort of. Um, I'll be doing like electronic tarot because I don't want to like waste loads of paper. <laughs> and that's not like a waste, but I don't want to like use loads of paper a lot. So I want to like do telegrams every time or just before I release a song sort of thing or like a body of work just saying like you know something special to do with that body of work that you know each telegram will be different and unique and stuff like that um and then uh, maybe throughout the maybe like once or twice every month I'll send an email being like this is what's going on with me sort of thing so they can keep up to date and then um maybe like quarterly every year you know four four times a year I'll send a, a telegram out one for every season i guess hmm yeah that's uh it's actually a good idea to connect this side hustle of yours with your actual um upcoming um releases um when it comes to releases and achievements we could yeah we could say achievements or triumphs can't we um what are the main things that have happened to you in 2020 because i know there have been quite a few and i would love for you to talk about them yeah uh, <laughs> um, yeah it's been quite a lot considering the year was you know shockingly bad um <clears throat> like i i said to to dave who's like now the head of my label dave stewart um i sent him like a, a nice kind of happy new year and even i said to him i was like what a flipping shit year. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's like i feel like um you know, and he agrees, you know, so even, even people that are in, you know, who, who people look up to and, and have kind of admire a lot, even they agree, you know, this year has been, or 2020 was such a, a horrendously traumatic year for some. And, you know, I feel like I got very, I got very, very lucky. Um, but some of the achievements through, throughout 2020, um, the best way for me to sum it up would probably be to say, go watch the, <laughs> the 2020 vlog on my YouTube. Cause I think that kind of sums up <laughs> everything that happened in like eight minutes or something. But, um, I also spent like two days editing that. So <laughs> it'd be nice <laughs> if you went and watched it. Um, but also the, um, I'd say that, um, like for me to round it up, I got signed to, Dave Stewart, who's the other half of Eurythmics and an incredible artist in his own right um, and producer as well, uh, like multi-platinum producer. I got signed to his record label. Um, I, yeah, so now I'm a signed artist, which is really cool, really like kind of creating art and having a team behind it and stuff like that. Um, and then, yeah, so I got Radio 2 play, Radio 1 play, um, more A-listing from Radio Wales. Thank you so much. <laughs> um to like everyone who's who's kind of been involved in and in having all of that be a thing um and yeah I, I mean i've got like a i've had dan dugmore who is stevie nick's steel player um playing on tell me something and he's playing on my upcoming ep as well um says so like loads of session musicians that are incredible and absolutely amazing um and they're all luckily now a part of kind of the music that i'm creating so yeah um, it's just exciting i guess it's uh I'm I'm so relaxed. I don't sound excited, but I am very, inside. I'm I'm like a twelve year old girl screaming, sort of thing. Um, but on the outside, I'm kind of just sipping coffee and and getting through. <laughs> You're aloof outside. No, you do you do sound excited. You always sound very happy and cheerful. So don't don't worry oh. about it. 
um, so <laughs> as you said, because it was a, a really bad year, um, but you had amazing and positive feedback from your audience and the industry as well, if you like. Um, how does this contrast make you feel? Because on the one hand, it could have been a really negative experience, but on the other, you know, as you just said, you just got signed and played on the radio and everything. How how does that make you feel? Hmm. Well, I'm kind of I'm kind of always in the mindset of if something doesn't happen, it's not really meant to be. Um, and like, I was meant to play a couple festivals, and there was going to be A and R men there who are like the people that scout you to get signed for labels. Um, so there was, you know, I was I was all I always had the mindset of like I'm going to get signed. Uh, I didn't think that it it was going to be um in such a dreadful year. You know, I didn't think that it would be I thought like when all those festivals got canceled and obviously I, I can't show these A&R men my art and stuff unless they kind of see you live. Um you know, then I I kind of went to I mean, I did it was that it was in the complete back of my mind. I wasn't even thinking about it at that point. Um and one of my friends that's quite close to me um i was talking to him throughout lockdown and i was like checking up on him making sure he's okay and he said something which resonated really well with me i think throughout the entirety of the year um and he's just said like i'm not trying to do anything i'm not trying to be anything i think at the moment it's just enough for me to live at the moment um and when you're kind of facing a global pandemic and a virus that spread and killed hundreds of thousands it's like the last thing you should do is kind of push yourself to be anything more than just existing mm. i got deep <laughs> <laughs> i got deep very fast um but no i, I like this um <laughs> i actually uh talked a lot of to, to a lot of people um about this and i think one of the biggest lessons of this whole crisis is to enjoy what you've got and live in the moment and we've all had the opportunity to realize what things are important, really important, and what things are just unnecessary in our everyday lives. So, um, yeah, I, um, I know what you mean. Um, so based on this deep thought, um, do you have any plans or aims for the future? Or are you just going to um, huh? go with the flow? <laughs> i mean uh, i'm i'm quite busy so although i say that like so that was that was my friend's outlook on it um and i and i strongly resonate with it and i completely agree with it you know if you haven't if you haven't got a lot going on don't force yourself to have a lot going on especially in times like these but uh, i'm fortunate enough to have a lot going on so i guess like um for me i'm always writing i'm always you know like i'm like i said before i'm kind of always um in search of inspiration so no matter what's going on around me i'll always be looking for something to write about or um finding something to write about and uh i feel like yeah i feel like now that like because i'm always i'm like ever active as a musician and a writer um i think it's kind of it's opened up a load of doors and like this year 2021 is going to be <laughs> there's going to be a lot of stuff that goes on uh, which i'm extremely excited about like i've, I've just like woke up and checked this, the streams on um youtube 
for the tell me something video and we've just hit like 56,000 streams which is awesome um, wow well we've, done we've just hit thank you yeah and then we just hit thirty thousand spotify streams which you know for an up, up-and-coming artist is you know it's a, it's a big That's achievement really it's a big goal for me you know I, I yeah i released like a i released that other the post ep um all independently and you know it hit probably like ten thousand people but like hitting you know five six times that with one single is like whoa okay <laughs> this is a bit crazy uh but it's like you know it's lovely and I'm, I'm just really excited to sort of take people along the journey because i feel like so far the journey that i've been living through has, has been very fun and very enjoyable and i just want other people to be able to come along with me and experience it mm, that's uh that's very positive uh, a very positive attitude um i love it um because it just goes to show that um, music is not all doom and gloom at the moment and there are things to look forward to. Um, are you planning on releasing oh, yeah. maybe another EP or an album or you can't tell us that, that yet? Uh, I can say, I can definitely say there's an EP coming. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, there's like a, at the moment, at the moment, um, I, th I think it's like five songs, I believe. Um might be six uh, to be fair the amount of songs that i write and the amount of songs that i might have finished writing that i think would be better suited for the body of work might end you know the amount of songs might end up spiking or dipping or so i don't i don't know i don't know how many songs are going to be on it by the end of it but um at the moment the songs that are on there i'm very proud of um and they are kind of like a tapestry of of my own life so far and i feel like the ep is quite a good um what's the word like it's quite good uh i think it like it's, it's a body of work that you could listen to from start to finish like you wouldn't just have to listen to one song and be like that's good you know you could listen to all of it back to back and you know it's like a full body of work um which is something that i've kind of wanted to do for a little while oh but who knows uh, that might change um... that might change <laughs> <laughs> who knows when when can we expect it to right. come out I'm hoping I'm hoping that it'll come out early early this time you know like this time um start start of this year you know start of 2021 first quarter I'm hoping um but it all mm -hmm. depends you know like that's the thing is there's a lot of there's a lot of um variables at the moment kind of getting thrown around uh, but what there there is music coming um which I'm very thankful for and there is music that I'm proud of that's coming which I'm even more more thankful for so yeah I'm I'm looking forward to listening to that then <laughs> um I always I always wanted to ask you this because um from what I've gathered you live and breathe music but what is your favorite activity that is not related to music at all um that's a good question uh I really Do like so um yeah yeah i have quite a few so that i feel like it's always good to like although a big part of my personality and a big part of who i am at the moment is my music i feel like it's healthy to have other things to go to um when like for example if music's your entire life and music's everything that you're doing then where do you gain inspiration from you'll kind of get yourself into this ever looping cycle of like 
I'm writing songs, but what am I really writing them about? Because I haven't experienced anything to write songs about. So I feel like I've got quite a lot that I run to when I'm not feeling inspired that then I can, you know, I go skateboarding with my friends quite a bit. Um, don't know if that'll change in the future or not, but at the moment that's something that I've been doing like throughout lockdowns. Um, I've been going skateboarding for like, as my like daily exercise or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And then I usually... I like surfing um, and I've got like a kayak. So I usually go like sea kayaking um, when it's not like locked down and rainy and, <laughs> and winter. <laughs> um, and then photography, like photography is, I think the biggest one that I probably do. You know, I, I love um, like cinematography. I love knowing directors work and like, I, I'm a bit of a movie buff as well. So I kind of, you know, um, yeah, I kind of have quite a lot that I'll end up going to when when I'm not feeling um, creative musically so much. But like, I get quite lucky because usually the things that I go and do will then inspire my music. So it's kind of like a, a win win, if that makes sense. <laughs> so, but yeah, I guess like I guess the the biggest thing next to my music would be um, taking photos, and whether it's film or like digital, I've got quite a few cameras and quite a lot of lenses. So. Yeah, that's probably my my second biggest thing that I like doing. Yeah, I, I can actually um, picture you as a photographer. I, I don't know why, but I think you suit the the stereotype in my head. <laughs> like Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, um, and even skateboarding and kayaking and everything, it must be so... Um, beautiful and picturesque especially in in Wales in the summer you know I can imagine you must have had a lot of fun doing that in um in lockdown um oh yeah I mean I wish I unfortunately I didn't get to go like surfing or kayaking but the skateboarding was fun the skateboarding was really fun yeah what is you said uh, you're a movie buff as well what's your favorite movie or do you have one Oh, you can never ask a movie buff what their favorite movie is. <laughs> um, <laughs> only because, like, I feel like a lot of people who really enjoy movies, like, they'd probably say the same thing as me. Is like, I've got a group of directors and writers that I really admire. They're like all the movies they do. I really, I really enjoy. You know, like Wes Anderson, Christopher Nolan, Quentin Tarantino. You know, like all, like all of those. They're sort of. I, I just rewatched Pulp Fiction yesterday. So, like, all of those <laughs> movies are sort of you know i i know that i i know that i enjoy the the art that they create like the work that they make so it's quite weird i kind of live in this world in my mind where it's like um or i, I guess it's more like a um otto's motto <laughs> where <laughs> for me um i think to myself like when i'm old and gray and it's quite it's quite dreary right but when i'm old and gray and i'm on my deathbed and i'm like looking back on my life would I be happy over the fact that I've watched so much TV? Like, cause I watched, like, I used to like binge watch so much stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but like, I, I, now I've got like a bit cynical and I'm like, would I, would I be like, would I, when my life is flashing back, would I, would I prefer <laughs> to be watching what's on TV or would I be, pref- or would I like prefer to be living it? You know, like, would I prefer to travel to random places and like meet these random people and live a life that's sort of full and, and when I look back on it, I'll think like, wow, my life was full of insane moments and memories that could be written into a movie. And I think I'd prefer my life to be that way as opposed to 
watching a writer write about a life that's insane and then watching it and i'd rather sort of be the be the insane life person <laughs> that go deep again um but yeah i'm loving this um so i think i think if if you can maintain a balance between you know binging every now and again and then going out and oh, kayaking yeah. the next day you know like that that's like sounds like a nice yeah. balance to me and at the same time balance on your deathbed life. thinking of a tarantino quote might make you laugh in your life <laughs> i can't think of one that doesn't have any horrible swear words so i'm not going to quote anything but just think about it that is actually i think a good show (laughs) dying thinking thinking yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly yeah that's true yeah I think like I think having a good balance with everything in life is kind of important, you know. I think like at the moment, like although from maybe the outside looking in it, it seems like I've got quite a good balance. I feel like I'm I'm missing some points in my life at the moment which I would like to have, um, which I don't have at the moment. Um, do you mean because of um, COVID or just in general? Um, I guess kind of like a bit a bit of. Yeah, a bit of both. There's a bit. There's like probably two things. Like I think I'm quite. I'm quite. I'm quite such a busy guy. I don't really have like an insane love life, <laughs> and I. I certainly <laughs> don't have like. Um, I don't have the kind of the traveling life that I'd like to have because of COVID at the moment. So, I guess those are the sort of two things that um, that are being pushed down. But I'm not. I don't. I don't think. I, I don't think I care a lot. Like I know there's quite a lot of people that probably like prioritize finding like a love in their life and stuff like that but i'm only 22 so (laughs) it's not something that i'm like crazily you know staying up all night thinking about um but i think like having someone there having someone there to like experience what i'm going through i think would be nice like but i've got quite a good friend group so i'm quite lucky like yeah i can i'm quite lucky so well i'm sure that you know when uh, we can finally escape this um weird alternative universe um which is our actual real universe, unfortunately, uh, um, then you'll find yeah. someone to share all your movie quotes with. Um, and other <laughs> <actors>. <laughs> um, Yeah, who knows? Who knows, isn't it? Who knows? There might be crazy fans lining up, you know, within two years. So, you know, you might just have to run away into your secret cabin and... <laughs> some peace and quiet again and remember all these glorious <laughs> lockdown days when you when you could just finally yeah, be it's quiet peace them. and quiet <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly maybe uh, maybe like in a couple of years time i'll regret these words you know i'll look back and go god why did i say that <laughs> but you know you only, you only live in the here and now so you might as well just say everything that comes to your mind and then you know you can regret it later yeah, I agree. Um, as like a final um, segment of this, um, I'd like to ask two song recommendations from you. So what would you say is the best song to listen to on a rainy day? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you, you have to cut out this going, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna plug i'm not gonna plug myself wait one sec let me open i'll open up like what i listen to music through and then um so i've been listening a lot 
to uh weirdly i've been listening all the all the back through like all um all the like the beatles back catalog lately um i do that like every three years i'll just go through and just listen to like um all all of their songs just back to back (laughs) um but then you know i think like i think for a rainy day a rainy day uh there's a band here in south wales called keys and i really like their song this side of love like spell l-u-v and that that is um that's fun. It kind of reminds me, it's got like um, elements of like ELO, Mr. Blue Sky kind of vibes, but like also a, a bit of kind of Lennon in there. And I, can't, I quite like that. So I feel like that's quite, quite, because it's quite like, it sounds quite mellow, but at the same time up, upbeat. So I feel like that's quite a good one to listen to on a rainy day because it's not like, usually on a rainy yeah. day, you can just listen to re- stuff that like, you know, really is a bit kind of dreary. Mm-hmm. Um I'm guessing the next question is going to be sunny day, oh, is it? Is yeah. But it's quite uncanny that you said um, Beatles and then straight away. Yeah, sorry, go on. Oh, no, 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 no. Ladies first. <laughs> so it's just, uh, I just wanted to comment on what you've said before, and it's quite uncanny that you've said Beatles and then um, the Welsh band Keys after, because I know for a fact that the... Um, lead singer of the band keys is a massive beatles fan so um yeah just interesting observation but yes uh what would your song recommendation be for um, a sunny day a sunny day um so (laughs) um what songs do i listen to on a sunny day that's a good question i kind of i think i listen to uh like I'll get out of bed and like I'll put on some pajama bottoms and you know I'll probably dance around my room to like some seventies funk maybe like Hall and Oates Rich Girl or um, uh, Boney M you know I'll probably wake up and like slap slap a bit of that on and dance around in my PJs to, like start the day off good um, and if not them then probably uh, I'm trying to think of like. What what kind of local bands do I listen to? Because it'd be quite nice to, because um, I do I try my best to like listen to everything that's kind of going on locally at the moment, and also you know all of the huge Tame Impala is good. I like Tame Impala, um, so that's kind of like a sunny sunny day vibes as well. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say the Bo- Boney M. I think Boney M like Rasputin is probably my. <laughs> my like morning that's my morning song man like, i'm dancing like on my chair you know i'm doing the proper like russian dance in the morning just to like get you know just <laughs> to loosen up. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe not on my chair but i would i, I would like to be on my chair i wish i was that skilled but yeah, yeah that would be cool um teach me um yeah. it's quite interesting <laughs> I, usually, I, I dance i dance in my room on a daily basis but usually at night or in the evening um because if i've had a stressed day um or i was a bit upset or even if i'm just very happy i just dance it all out um and it's a really good way of um that's a good way to letting everything go yeah but then the problem is that i'm really hyper at 11 p.m and then i just can't sleep until 2 (laughs) a.m but there you go yeah i feel like 
I feel like I have the opposite situation. Like when I wake up and I listen to Boney M and I'm dancing, I'm like, in, I'm like the best version of myself. I'm like so happy. And then I like realize like I haven't eaten anything yet. So then I have to like, you know, turn the music down, go downstairs. And then there's just like the sizzling noise of a frying pan, you know, <laughs> like, so I've got like two contrasts, you know, like super happy. And then I'm downstairs and all I'm hearing is like, you know, and I'm like, oh, well, here we go. <laughs> the day, the day begins. Um, you could listen then, to Russian you know, choir no, that's true. I mean, the thing is, I've got like a because I've got like my home studio, and I'm I'm in my my bedroom, which is like my home studio, pretty much all the time at the moment. Um, I've got these really nice uh, studio monitors that I listen to songs through. So I I sometimes blast it like really loud, so like ev- like probably everyone in the neighborhood can hear me. <laughs> um, but like I try my best to to, to not do that because I don't want to upset anyone or anything. <laughs> People in the house next go next door. Oh no, not Rasputin again! But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every day it's like Groundhog Day, you know, just like the same song every single day. Exactly, exactly. Oh. Whoop, he's up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Thank you so much. Um. For doing this and for joining me, it's been lovely. Um. Talking to you. And hopefully I'll be able to have an interview with in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In person, fingers crossed. Let's hope. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's been lovely. I've, I've really enjoyed talking to you as well. It's nice to kind of have a quick catch up. Last time we spoke was a Mast Festival. So yeah, it's, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. Thank you for doing this again. No worries. Well, I'll speak to you soon. Speak to you soon. So that was the charming Otto. Please check out his socials under at I Go By Otto on Instagram and his Facebook page as well. If you feel like you need some warmth and happiness on a grey day or just want to listen to something really good, his music is available on all streaming platforms. If you enjoy listening to interviews like this one, don't forget to subscribe to Blab and Jam. If you would like to see interesting posts and pictures of the interviewees and myself, please follow at Blab and Jam on Instagram and Facebook. If you have any queries or would like to be interviewed yourself, please send an email to media at labandjam.com. Thank you for listening.